1: You guys voted for, if she's Barbie, then I'm Princess Jasmine. So it's the Ken and Barbie killers,
2: and she doesn't look like Barbie. Oh. She has got flesh-coloured in the pants on. Yeah, and no genitals. And um, her head is so big that if she was real, she'd topple over.
1: Oh, I'm <laughs> sick of hearing that. No. <laughs> it's one of those, like... But the, there's that girl who looks like Barbie and she's got the same proportions so
2: clearly that's wrong have you seen her yeah but isn't it because she's still got a human skull though hasn't she is it that the skull would be heavy maybe and barbie's feet were always made so that they were ready to put be put into high heels yeah so like they couldn't i hated that about barbies that they don't stand up on their own yeah just give her flat feet give her flat feet and let her wear platforms yeah it worked for the spice girls <laughs> So um,
1: this is the Canon and Barbie killers from Canada, Ontario. Ontario, Ontario.
2: Ontario, Ontario. We, we were taught this, we were schooled in this often on Twitter. Oh no, he, what was I calling it? Ontario. It's on, oh shit. They lit... I mean, it sounds like a herb. Someone definitely like wrote it down phonetically for me and I appreciated it and I wasn't annoyed at all, but then it's immediately been forgotten. I think it's Ontario. Okay, we'll go with that. So because I think the word tear and tear look the same. So I don't know when you write the word tear for me to say it. Am I saying tear or tear?
1: (gasps) Mm. Life is hard. Life is hard. Um, So we're looking at the uh, Ken and Barbie killers Um, who were Carla Hamolka and Paul Bernardo. Um, so, I'm going to call them Homolka and Bernardo. So, just remember Homolka's the girl. Um, so, Carla Homolka was a 17-year-old college student when she met Paul Bernardo. And he was a 23-year-old trainee accountant. Um, Andy was tall. Investment piece. Ding, ding, ding. Um, so, she was out with work colleagues because she worked part-time at a pet shop. And she'd been to, like, a pet convention or some shit like that. And um, they were out in a restaurant and he came in and it was sort of like eyes locked and the music stopped and it was love at first sight and they just gravitated towards each other slowly pretty much um so they chatted and then ended up in a hotel room shagging within about three hours as all good love stories start um so they were basically inseparable and homolka um she lived with her parents and she had two sisters, but she was seeing uh, Bernardo all the time. And he had two siblings as well. Now, he'd had quite a difficult childhood. Um, he found out quite young that his dad wasn't his biological father. He also didn't get in very well with his mother, who was a bit verbally abusive. So, obviously, he was a bit like, "My mum's a bitch. My dad's not really my dad. And sort of felt a bit lost. But, I mean, it's not exactly... It's not great,
2: but it's not there's worse childhood yeah it's not great I was talking with someone at work about this because she had a daughter and she was like oh we had a big argument and she said that she hates me and da, da, da. and I was like when I was little my parents were lovely and I still always used to say one day my real parents will come and get me <laughs> just because I thought it would be like in a romantic storybook like the hero or heroine of a storybook was always adopted or fostered or something <laughs> and i'd be like one day my real parents will come and they'll take me away from this they probably live in the circus or something mm. this is why i'm not sure if i want children
1: because they're, they're whatever you do they will want to get away from your you. face yeah
2: for sure they're not going to appreciate shit you do they're going to hate that you're vegan as well they'll oh, be like give yeah. me chicken dippers they'll be going around the friend's house and shoving chicken dippers in every orifice they can <laughs> fine i'm not gonna i've I'm, I'm, I'm given up
1: I can't argue with <laughs> already way. i've given up. i give in. <laughs> fucking it. hell my kids could be a brat so um he was intelligent he was quite hard working but behind closed doors he was pretty sexually deviant and quite violent and he liked the idea of forced sex and um so rape then yeah yeah he liked rape he was a big rapey bastard well he was and he was he was doing a lot of raping on the side Ooh. so he was grabbing women he was he was sort of like that um sort of I don't want to say like typical rapist because it just sounds ridiculous
2: like oh rapist the rapist be rapists like like,
1: like the te- like the, the kind like a lot of people who get raped get raped by someone that they know and it's it's you know manipulative and it's abuse whereas he was literally hiding in bushes and grabbing women which i don't think you hear a lot about i mean it's it's always like the, the scary thing that could happen but actually it's it's not like that in most cases um but he yeah he was literally sort of just hiding in a bush and grabbing people Ugh. terrifying and sort of enough women were reporting it that he was known as the Scarborough rapist but they didn't know obviously that it was him um so women had said that he was young and he was blonde and he was quite good
2: looking. Quite nice thing to say about someone who's just raped you. But um, but again, I think that that's sort of against type. When you picture the scary nighttime rapist, mm. you just think of some big, ugly, freakish old mm, man. That's true. Yeah. Um, so he had committed... So, 11
1: attacks were reported and he he met Homolka, um after three attacks. So, it wasn't... So, like he met her during sort of his... This spree of rapes, but he did carry this on um,
2: indefinitely, really. So, yeah. So, it definitely wasn't just about sex. It was about yeah. that control over yeah. people because he could have had sex if he wanted it. Horrific, horrific man. Um
1: her family obviously had no idea. They thought he was brilliant. She thought he was brilliant. And everyone loved him. And that's what's really sort of annoying about this that no one had any idea that he was such a prick. Like he was such a pervert that he was doing all these awful things because he just seemed like a hardworking, young, sort of attractive man. Um, so after dating for two years, Bernardo proposes to. Um Hammolka at Niagara Falls, and she says yes,
2: and then, in how weird that a rapist is so into monogamy <laughs> yeah like ugh. i oh. don't know it's it's weird it's weird that it's a human- just a weird like you know, how do you m- marry those two sides of yourself together? Like, I really want to fuck women without their consent. And also, I'd like to take your hand in marriage till death to do his part and, like, buy into this really, like, standard institution. Yeah.
1: it's very strange, isn't it? But also, like, the fact that he met her and went, right, well, she's, she's the one I want to marry and all these other women are just people that Rape. I want to abuse.
2: Yeah, like, compartmentalising those things. Yeah.
1: So in nineteen ninety. Police released a sketch of the Scarborough rapist. So they're still looking um, to find this guy. And it looks so much like Paul Bernardo. His friends phone up and say, Look, I know this guy. I don't think he's done it. He's a nice guy. You know, he, he's hardworking, blah, blah, blah. But, Change the drawing. But literally the sketches of him. So quite a few people actually phone up and report him as saying, look into this guy because this is him. It's him. Like, it looks so like So he was him. named immediately. Yeah. So what they did is they they brought him in for questioning and they took DNA, but they, there were also other people that had been called in about. So they just put the DNA on a shelf and put it sort of in the testing pile and then just carried on. You know, it takes time. It took time to process DNA things. Um, wait, so he would have been a
2: DNA match.
1: But it took that long yeah. that it didn't come up. Yeah. Well this is why people talk about the backlog and like the the problem with there being all these rape kits because it's expensive. So unless you've got a real lead on
2: someone Oh so they, they didn't don't, test his don't, DNA yet, they just held the DNA and thought we'll yeah. test it when we have more information.
1: Yeah. Or like we'll work through this but when they're not sort of shoving them all through. It's like when you know when we've got the money, we'll we'll test so many a month or whatever. Like the budget only covers maybe a proportion, so that's why people
2: talk about the backlog of sort of rape testing kits. Yeah, um, I didn't realise it was an issue with like all cases because obviously mm. we've been part of the end the backlog campaign, like yeah. to do with like the east like out of the east area rapist thing that happened. Yeah. But I just assumed that was because there were so many cases in that area. I didn't realise that just generally, yeah, yeah. like it's
1: so. Bernardo and Homolka uh, move to St. Catherine's and they move in with Hamolka's parents at their house and the Scarborough rapist stops, obviously, because he's moved. And then there start to be assaults and rapes reported in St. Catherine's area. But no one really puts two and two together. I mean, obviously her family must have
2: noticed that. I mean, how would you know that he'd moved Especially when you move in with someone else, it's not like he's registering to live anywhere, is he? But you'd think maybe she or her family would go, Hang on,
1: he's moved and these rapes have moved. But they they just think he's so great, they don't even consider that as Yeah, history. I don't they think, think I think that's essential Um so Bernardo tells Hamulka that although he's happy with her, there's one thing missing and one thing that she can't give him, that he wants to have sex with a virgin and she is not a virgin oh so they make a deal and this is sort of the the start of her not getting my respect <laughs> um she agrees that he can have sex with her sister who is a virgin oh her sister yeah
2: so her younger sister that was a weird twist to whole past that they didn't get past the final edit wasn't it yeah so um yeah. so
1: her parents are out no they're her parents are in bed um, and between them, they invite Tammy, her sister, to have some drinks with them. And they give her some sort of cocktails and alcohol. So, has
2: it... Like, she's really involved in that really
1: abuse involved. of her sister. Really involved. Um And then they drug her. And what? Then, yeah. And so then her mulca, gets like you know like you can get chloroform on a rug I think it's some version of that something that she got from working with
2: animals it wasn't necessary for her to be involved in that way she could have been like oh you want to have sex with a virgin like fine go ahead like go meet someone not I'm going to drug my own sister
1: well the her, her argument was at court that he was instigating all of this and getting her and sort of forcing her but she was so in love with him that she went along with a lot of things you don't need to but, be in
2: the room
1: well it's not you need it's to be holding the that. rag it's worse than that so she holds the rag he rapes her and then she rapes her what? so she no yeah, yeah. so the Tammy gets really I mean this this is only gonna get worse is absolutely horrendous well I just need a second so like, and they video it
2: no but
1: I mean her argument is that he put pressure on her and then he could then blackmail her with that afterwards so it is important to him that she was involved because then after that she could never go to the police on him because of her involvement and it's on
2: video but I don't buy it it's not normal raped her own sister so like just out of the blue like well we had been having a few conversations about it and we finally got to a place where we agreed yes he could have sex with someone else and then i thought well i might as well just rape my own sister yeah, what the it doesn't happen it doesn't happen if you've got a loving relationship
1: with your sibling <laughs> like you wouldn't even consider you'd be protecting oh,
2: i know i thought they were gonna woo her initially no. he's like, oh they're gonna come over have drinks if she likes you like you can flirt with her and go for not like no, none of that really aggressive really
1: aggressive oh, so she the tammy gets really sick so they dress her and then they call 911 and she is throwing up everywhere and she dies from what? this poisoning they've obviously overdone it and given her way too much and it, the police come and they say well you know, she was a young girl, she shouldn't have been drinking. They don't blame either of the two. It's a tragic accident. It's down as a tragic accident. The only thing that they say is weird is that she's got a burn on her face, but it's from the the rag against her face and this acid. But they just they kind of put it down to, Oh, we don't know what it is, or maybe it's
2: and so she dies. This is so horrible. So horrible. So I love our insight into it as well. So
1: horrible, <laughs> so horrible. So Homalca and Bernardo then move into a house together. Um, so move of out of the parents' Let's home. solidify
2: this relationship now with a, some sort of lease.
1: Yeah, and he just doesn't hold anything back anymore. He starts being really abusive to her.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out.
0: To find out if it's right for you.
1: So now he can blackmail her with the fact that she was involved in her sister's death. So he knows that she's not going to go to the police. And he tells her he's the scar of a rapist. Now he says it sort of in a jokey way, but I think she wouldn't be surprised. Really? No. In June 1991, Bernardo brings home a girl called Leslie Mahaffey. That he is abducted and he tells Hamoka that he's going to keep Leslie as a sex slave. Um So they hold her captive in the house and they, again, rape her. They record it. Then they strangle her and then they put her body in concrete and they dump it in the lake.
2: This is so horrendous. What really stands out to me is that how even more inappropriate it is that they're called the Ken and Barbie killers. Because what that does is put the focus on these were attractive people and not on the fact that they are actually one of the most sadistic. I thought it was going to be some sort of like light-hearted Ken and Barbie. Oh, yeah, they, I don't know, murdered people with silicon injections. No, they're like full-on disgusting, Mm. like some of the worst people ever. And yet they're remembered because they're like hot. I
1: think it's because like... When we we did Fred and Rose West a while ago, and I think when they got discovered, they looked really almost like you would expect. Like they, they looked were creepy weird, and dirty. creepy. Whereas when it came out that these two, who had like this beautiful dream, cutesy wedding and all the wedding pictures that were used in the media, that everyone thought,
2: oh my god, they're just like a nice looking couple, and so young. No, they should be remembered for like... They should be called something different. I'm not going for Ken and Barbie. They should be called something else. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Like, oh, you're too beautiful to do... Like, ugly people do bad things and you're beautiful so you couldn't be... No! Fuck them! They're like nasty rapist, child killer, sex slave things. Concrete and everything. Yeah. Barbie would never touch concrete. (laughs) No.
1: No. So, two weeks later, on the couple's wedding day, where they... It looks super cheesy. They sort of hired, um, like, a horse and cart and... Oh, like Peter Andre. Like a cutesy wedding near a lake. Um, but on the same day, uh, Leslie's body is discovered by a fisherman. Oof.
2: Um
1: So, Greg McCreary, who is an FBI profiler... Is brought into work on the case, and he also worked on the Scarborough rapist case, which I thought was a bit of a coincidence. And I thought there's probably only about four crimes ever going on in Canada <laughs> at one time, so it's not that surprising. It must be linked. Um, so he doesn't work out that the Scarborough rapist case and uh, these this murder are linked because he's not told about the crime the rapes that have been reported in the area where they're living at the time because no one really thinks of oh, that might be linked so i he talks about um on the documentary i watched his frustration with the fact that no one really told him because he thought well maybe he might have realized there yeah. was a link and then may have processed the dna samples faster and it just all would have come to light a lot quicker so Bernardo tells Homolka that he wants more virgins. And what they start doing is really, really abusive. They start to take advantage of Tammy's friendship group. So not only has this young girl died, they... Now
2: they prey on her grieving child yeah. friends.
1: So they start to invite them over to stay with them. I guess, I mean, using... The obvious things would be come over and we'll talk about Tammy yeah um and then what they do is they drug the girls like they did with tammy rape them record it but they don't kill them because the fact that they were drugged means that they don't remember what's happened so they've got no idea that they've experienced this and a lot of them only found out from the trial when the videos were watched it's dear evan hansen but gone really really wrong Oh, so fucked up. So then the two abduct christian French, who is a young girl. She was walking home from school, and very much sort of like Ian Brady, Myra Hindley, or Fred and Rose West, just taking advantage of the fact that they're a couple.
2: I would say it is much more like Ian and Myra than mm. anything else. Which yeah, I didn't expect. And they just say, "Can you help us
1: with directions?" And then they grab her and they take her home. Um, witnesses report seeing um, the young girl talk to two people. So now the police realise that it's a couple. um, But they also report the wrong car. So it means that police are putting loads of effort into finding a car that actually isn't the car that they used. Oh no. So Kristen is assaulted and then they strangle her. And they dump her body in a ditch. So January 1993, Hamalka is in hospital. She is severely beaten By Bernardo. And it's around this time that Bernardo's DNA sample is finally tested. After he's managed to kill like so many more people. Yeah. Um, And it's found that he is the Scarborough rapist. So they've got a name. They know it's him now. Right. The police... Get him. The police now realise the cases are linked. Because this guy lives near where these murders are happening... It yes. doesn't take that much to sort of work out. So Hamalka lo- moves out. She's finally had enough. She's severely beaten. She, there's photos of her with like two black eyes, really severe. I think he, he beat her with like a torch or a flashlight. <sighs> oh. Um, And she's contacted by the police and they say they want to interview her. And she thinks it's about her being beaten by Bernadette. But actually, obviously, it's about the fact that he's the Scarborough rapist and how he might be linked to these crimes now she doesn't give anything away in interview but afterwards she just talked to her family and basically breaks down and tells them everything but very much paints it as I was the victim he made me do it I didn't get involved
2: I was just there helping him he was blackmailing me um they would and can you imagine hearing that because then the family would know that she whether that she told them of her full involvement they would know that she knew about her sister yeah. all that time but they at first they stand by her, so they
1: get her to go to the police, and she does, and she agrees to testify against Bernardo if she gets a reduced sentence for what happened to her sister. But all the time, painting herself as this sort of beaten wife against her own will, and blames him for everything. Um, she also tells them about the videos, which I you'd have to well, They'd I guess find you'd find out have eventually. To, but also. She must have known once they saw those videos, this sort of tale of her being completely passive wouldn't hold up because she's on the videos doing horrific things that she's not telling them about. So February 17th, 1993, Bernardo is arrested. And then they search his house, but they don't find any videos. Now, um Hamolka is given a reduced sentence and she testifies against him. And she's given a sentence of manslaughter. But there's also all these sort of rules about what the press can and can't print about it. Um, so, you know, people are, are hearing things that aren't necessarily true. Um, they find the videotapes because um, Bernardo's lawyer had the videotapes. And there's six videotapes that show this these horrific crimes and obviously they're really key evidence for the trial because otherwise it's just what Hamulka's is saying about bernardo and um bernardo's lawyer is he quits and then he
2: gives the videotapes to the next lawyer you would fucking quit that case <laughs> wouldn't you there's like six videotapes of you committing these things what possible arguments are you gonna make but he
1: didn't hand them in he had them for like over a month and didn't hand them in. He had them the whole time when the police were looking for them. And then he kept oh, so told them because like... they would damage his case. Because it's oh. evidence that his I client it was is like... guilty. So then he quits and, and just hands everything over. And the next lawyer gets these videotapes and is like, well, fuck. Because th- has that lawyer been prosecuted then for like yeah. obstructing the course of justice? Yeah, case? he gets prosecuted. But the next lawyer doesn't give him in straight away. They take a bit of time to think about it because it's completely... Da- I mean, they're never going to win a case with no. evidence like that. They're trying to, um, trying to prove this guy's innocent. <laughs> but eventually, this second lawyer does hand them in. Um, and obviously, it's, it shows that Bernardo's guilty, but also it shows that Hamolka was very much involved in these crimes and did a lot of things she didn't say that she did. But the argument was, well, she's been sentenced with manslaughter now. It's too late. It's done. Um, So, Bernardo's found guilty of all the charges. He's given a life sentence. The original lawyer was charged with the obstruction of justice. And Hamolka served 12 years. And she was out in 2005, I think. Um, But Bernardo, I mean, Bernardo obviously should never be let out. And he's also been linked to some other crimes, such as 22-year-old Elizabeth Bain, who... Um, her boyfriend was originally um, charged with her murder. But now it's thought that um, that it was Bernardo, given that he lived close to where she died. But there's no evidence to suggest that it is him and he won't admit to that. But he'll never get out of prison and he should have been in prison way before. But it's a really, like oh,
2: it's such a horrible That's case. Hurry. I need to see a picture of them right now. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what you think. Pen
1: and Barbie killers, right? Yeah. Okay. Images. <laughs> I love
2: <that> <laughs> she's having to teach you like that very basic thing. Oh. Okay. So he definitely looks like a creep. Yeah. So like even on his wedding photos, he's like leering down the camera as if he wants to rape that camera lens. Like, I'm not 100% shocked.
0: Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,